Check it, check it, check it. We're back once again, uh, coming to you live from Studio 212, a production of the Soundcasting Network, Southlake Union, Seattle, Washington. Uh, I'm supposed to rock some sponsors, but I don't have any yet. This is episode eight of Grill. How long steak, mister? Ten minutes. I didn't hear you. Say louder. Ten minutes. Thank you. Call back. <laughs> uh, I am Robert Stills. To my left, per usual, Miss Hello Echo Hawk. Hi. Uh, we do have a guest in here again Woo-hoo. this week. We're trying to do every other week have a guest. Uh, in the house, we have uh, Michael, Michael Kenyon. <laughs> yes, that's the name. A.K.A. the Big Cat. A.K.A. Tuna. A.K.A. the Big Tune. Yeah. Yep, With yep. a ridiculous haircut, I might add. And, I and, and also it. a sweet wannabe man beard. Yeah. Still like a, yeah. He's still like a little boy. Oh, oh yeah. I love it. Okay, we'll get to we'll get to tune in a second. <laughs> um how's it going? Hello? It's going pretty good. What's a uh, okay, two questions, three questions. Oh my god. Do you still have a job at Altura? I do. Have you got your butt grabbed? No. It uh, has been it has been brushed, <laughs> but I think that's just because like Proximity. Third question. Yeah. Tell us about your boyfriend. <laughs> he's he's pretty great. He's pretty great. Is he in yeah. the culinary world? He is not. What what's what's he do? Uh he's a lieutenant commander in Lu- the Navy. Whoa, in yeah. the Navy. Navy. You know about- I don't know how much information he wants like put out there. So he's just pretty great. I know. I got called out. And I got called out last week for putting some I had to edit so- I had to edit something out. <clears throat> so that's just all I'm gonna say about him. What's his name? <laughs> no. So uh, my uh, my lady friends, mom, like I said, I said shouted them out. What's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, she said told Hannah, and she knows me. I mean, I love them. They love me. Whatever. They're all good. Uh-huh. But they said I come off slightly racist and really? sexist. And really? I and I was I was taken aback because she only said I sound slightly racist. <laughs> And sexist and not very. So I'm gonna work a little bit harder mm-hmm. to yeah, amp up. I gotta amp up, <laughs> amp up the racism. I don't know. And that's another thing about in kitchens nowadays is like you know how you used to be able to say whatever the fuck you wanted to say in the kitchen. Now it's like whoa, you really offended Sarah or not? No, Sarah in particular <laughs> or Tammy uh, when you when you pulled your balls out online. <laughs> And it's like, dude, I wasn't aiming my balls at her. It was the the, the dishwasher behind her. She just I was using her as a shield until the perfect moment to pull, 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 yeah, pull my balls out so that Juan, really? Juan could see them. Oh, Juan. And so uh, she just happened to be there just at that particular moment. Yeah. She glanced, man. They call me the- It was her fault, they apparently. Call me Grande Tartuga. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, do so, they though? Alter, so, Altura, doing a little bit better. Are we staying positive? And I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. Um, the past couple of days have been okay. Um, I've just been keeping my head down and getting my list done. And get your list done. Tuna, what did you think about when you heard that she got? Uh, oh, let me, let me, let me just go into Tuna a little bit. Uh, Tuna, how long have you been cooking? For about three or four years. Uh. Culinary school? Mm-hmm. What's culinary school? I went to uh, Art Institute of Seattle. Whoop, whoop. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I guess they got some lawsuit against them or something. Did you get the letter saying that they? Uh, I'm gonna be looking into that here soon. Yeah. I, I, I chose a bachelor's program, so I have a lot of debt going in. Still a bachelor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. So where are you currently working at? I'm working at Republic. Mm, where's that? Where's, what, that? You, where's the address? Do you know where that's it's down, at? Uh, it's on Republican and Westlake, down in uh, South Lake Union. By the Teslas, right? Yep. Same building. Oh. Shout out! Shout out, Rory, the homie. Rory's the man. Yeah, Rory's the man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your position there? Besides on your knees. Oh, hey, uh, I'm a line cook. Though. Line cook. Uh, mostly grill, sometimes saute. Oh, whoa, oh, sauteing yeah. it up, G. Moving on up. No more pantry boy over here. No. I get to play on. What? Nice. Good we're going to throw up on our Instagram some of those hot dog dishes you were doing. Oh, <laughs> we're going to re regram those. What was, tell us, just give our audience, and uh, the listeners all all over the land, worlds, uh, <laughs> tell, just throw out some of those hot dog dishes, specials you were doing for a while. Just, oh, God. Okay, tell, so we had. Why? Uh, no, no, no. We don't need to know why. That's okay, the, okay. There's no rhyme or reason. Extra okay. hot dogs in the kitchen, just messing around when it was slow. But we got uh, hot dog tartare. <laughs> we, we actually made our tartare dish, but cut up hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> I made a relish jelly, and my um, my coworker made a hot dog uh, roulade. Delicious. Um, but that that spiral cut one was on point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. But did she do hot dog foam too? Oh yeah, we did. Uh, uh, so we decided uh, one day we walked in to do hot dog foam, <laughs> and we did a Costco dog and a Chicago dog, and we did really fancy plate ups because it was foam. So we yeah. just messed around. And we're gonna throw those up on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So back to Altura. Yeah. What do you think of her when when you found out she got hired at Altura? That's. Uh, I, I heard about that, and I was like, hey, that's right up the street. I should be seeing her. I should hang out more. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome place. It's a. I wish I, could, I I haven't been there yet, but I would love to go. We should go. We should. Yeah, yeah I should. If I have money. <laughs> uh, Spendy. Yeah. Stop by. Oh, I won't call you out on there. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah. So you're doing pretty good. Honey hole. Yeah. Yeah, man. Same. I love it. I mean, you come in there. Yeah, I mean, I had a good talk with my operations manager today, and, and slowly but surely, you know, they're like, it, it's just making making a place better. I, that's what I like to do. I like to go to a place and add my, you know, my two cents and make it better. So that, that's kind of, I just put my two cents in and ask certain questions to try to figure out why they do things a certain way. And usually, a lot of times, people don't know why they do things a certain way. And I'm like, why do you not know this? Like, I want to know. So I and I'll go straight to the man and I'll ask them. Like, I'm simple stuff. Oh yeah. I'm in a, a small thing today. They the coleslaw, right? We got all the stuff. They put it in half half bins, uh -huh. um, half deep uh, bins, and they empty it into the the thing, and then they cover it up with wrap, and they put it underneath the the, the low boy. Okay. And then when you dress it with our slaw sauce, they pull it out. They put it in a giant. Um, what are those damn things called? The big ones? Full hotel pan? Yeah, but it's a deep one. Six inch? 600? Yeah. Yes, exactly. They put that up, drop the slaw in there, cover it with slaw sauce, and then they put it back into the half the half, half deep. And I go, uh, oh, wh why don't we just leave it, leave it in the bags, the slaw in the bags, and then dress it, then put it in the half? What's the point? And they go, oh, you know. Small victories, you know. Just, we're just gonna leave it like this for now. And I go, all right. I understand. There's a long list of things that we're trying to get taken care of, but I, I guess I ran the lead position today for the first time. Oh, 
Good for you. Manager was like, yeah, I'm just going to have you do that. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude, the cake is job. <laughs> yeah. I know it's the cake. I mean, you just grab sandwiches, put it in the oven, watch them toast and then pull them out and then kind of help dress them and they're on the plate and I'm just like nah, 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 nah. that just is wa- cake just watch things cook yeah <laughs> and sing songs <laughs> make so, sure they don't burn yeah we been, play music in there or? no we got music out front and actually the owners they're super into music they we've actually played their band in there before and they actually sound pretty good but no I don't know my coworker's been stuck on that uh, Tim McGraw song uh, Johnny's daddy was taking oh, him fishing. I don't even know. I don't listen to that. Yeah, he no. was eight years old. <laughs> I don't. And that's all. That's always. Please don't take the girl. Oh. Um, no, no, I don't. You guys don't have an appreciation for. Oh, what? Come on. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna talk about real quick. Uh, we had an interesting meal. Two interesting meals. Uh, and both of the places that we ate at. Uh, well, one of the places we ate at was Tom Douglas's new new-ish restaurant. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been there. Have you been to Cantina Lena? No, I've I've walked through it though. It is beh- it is behind Cinerama. Oh, no, that's new. Caddy Corner across from Palace Kitchen. We decided we were going to go eat the other day and I was like, "Let's go to Palace. I love Palace." Delicious. Uh, and I was just talking about a chef friend of mine. Uh, his name is Chef Ron Anderson. Uh, he is Tom Douglas's executive sous chef. So he is kind of, I guess, the lead sous chef of all the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I was just talking about him because I, I went to a uh, dinner that he did for, I guess, charity. I'll talk about that in a minute. But as we were walking by this restaurant, Cantina Lena, I had said that I had never been there before. And... The menu always looked good, so I wanted to stop in. As I'm walking by, the <laughs> chef who I was just talking about is standing behind the line yeah, through the window. You had called him. <laughs> I called. Earlier. Yeah, I just called him on the phone. So we we I go. Oh, let's go and you can meet him right now. So yeah. we go inside, and he is actually there helping them out and preparing for this kind of private charity dinner. Um, so he talked us into eating there, and we're just gonna go real quick about uh, what we had there. Um, I guess this is, this is just straight up straight up and down Mexican food, right? Yeah, it's really, really well done. All right, why don't you tell them what we had there, Miss Hello? Okay, so we had the um, ceviche um, with it has yellowtail in it. Um, then we had the verde pork stew, which is oh my god, it was crack rocks. Oh god, it was so good. I could bathe in that. It was so good. <laughs> Um, You're always talking about bathing and food. <laughs> I mean, uh, baths yeah. are my favorite. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we had the cantina steak. Um, that we you can get uh, four different sides. We got. Um, uh, sorry, there's an option of four different you sides. Are, are you not reading the descriptions of these wonderful dishes? You just list them. Oh well, I'm just I'm trying to go through this quickly. Okay, I'll read the... the <laughs> <laughs> kid just gave me such stink uh, eye. We had, we had a steak? <laughs> we had, okay, the steak... Pretty awesome. <laughs> the steak right. came with roasted garlic, charred tomato sauce, and uh, ahi amarillo cream. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just butchered that. <laughs> oh, dude. Some dude on Reddit... Some dude on Reddit totally murdered me, murked me, yardcore, for not being able to say... I still can't say it. So I asked somebody how to say it today. Prefix. Prefix. It's not prefix. 
Do you know what it is? It's a set menu. Do you know yeah, that? Prefix. Prefix. Yeah, prefix. Yeah. Oh, I he, thought it was prefi. What? <laughs> so my bad. Yeah, she told me. So sorry. Grand Prix. Grand Prix. <laughs> but shout out, I don't wish I had, I might have his name up here somewhere. But yeah, he just straight murked me hardcore. Oh. It was like, learn how to say. And he and he wrote, learn how to say pre-free. And then writes pre P R E free F R E E and I was like I, f- I'm like that makes any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so uh, yeah, ceviche. Tell them uh, with yellowtail, citrus kosho, giant radish, lime aioli, and tostada. Not a tiny uh, radish, but a giant. Giant. They didn't, know, they, they didn't know. They didn't look no. that giant. They looked no, just, pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> um. And the Verde Pork Stew. It was smoked pork shoulder, tomatillo, hominy, cilantro, and kale. Yeah, that yeah. shit was crap. That so good. Oh, man. Um, and then we got the uh, Longaniza. That shit. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, we were not totally <laughs> sure on that one. But then uh, Robbie's friend was like, no, you got to get this. Yeah. Um, it's pork and beef tongue sausage, spicy onions with queso fresco. Nice. Yeah, that shit, that shit was money. Oh, God. It was just, mm, yeah. Yeah, and then we got a side of, or well, didn't we order a side of, we just had them send us out a piece of their, uh, some of their um, queso. Of queso, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, the place is beautiful. Food was really interesting. It wasn't that expensive. I mean, we kind of got like a little, little, little discount, industry discount. Uh, but we always spent after tip and everything. It was only sixty five, seventy bucks, maybe nice. something like that. Yeah, we didn't order the ta- uh, the tamales when we passed on the churros because we were so full. Yeah, but oh, I love churros. Shout out to Chef Anderson. He does good shit. I'm gonna have to shout him out twice. I'm about to talk about him twice. But the, it, it, uh, they bake all their bread there for Dahlia and stuff. Yeah, that, their bakery is there. They yeah, they have bakery for all the restaurants. Oh, shout out to my culinary school. Everybody who I saw was went to my culinary school yeah. in the bakery there. So <laughs> shout out Seattle Central Culinary School. Yeah, so uh, Cantina Lena, check it out. Now, uh, same thing with Ron, uh, Chef Ron Anderson. So uh, my girlfriend works at a school called Coyote Central, and they do sewing classes, they have a culinary program, um, they do wood shop, metal work, and they, it's a good thing. They never deny anybody who wants to take classes there if they can't pay. They always find a way to pay for their tuition. That's awesome. So they do these charity events, they do these dinners, and so basically the the goal of the Coyote Coyote Central Youth Youth Culinary Program is to give all kids respect for good, fresh food and the know-how to prepare it well. The generosity of local chef helps make uh, the goal of sending all the kids to school a reality. Um, So this was the first one of the season, and I was lucky enough to get seats. Um, It's uh, Chef Anderson uh, prepared a meal with pairings. Uh, The first course was, it was just a taste um, like amuse bouche with uh, Manhattan. Um, it was ash roasted pumpkin, cantel cheese, and black pepper honey Sounds on a crustini. So it was money. Um, the second one, where I'm going to post pictures of all this stuff too. Uh, the second one was ham hock, apple broth, toasted white beans, charred escrow, pesto, and pine nuts. Mm. Money, dude. That mm. apple broth was 
crazy good. Uh, then he had a winter citrus salad uh, with radish. Well, those were watermelon radishes. Uh, herbed avocado, seed flax toast, and sheep's milk cheese. Uh, this was actually sheep's milk cheese yogurt. Ooh. That he made. Nice. Uh, this menu isn't even correct. He just didn't have. We all know how it goes. You just, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I got time to do something, uh, but everything. Then he did a crispy duck confit with honey crisp apples, a raisin bread dumpling, and walnuts. Mm. Really good. Uh, my favorite dish right uh, on this this thing was the stout braised. Uh, beef short ribs Ooh. with creamed sun chokes, shiitake mushrooms, which were beautiful, crispy onion, <laughs> and fresh horseradish. Psh, money. Yeah. Um, the dessert was beautiful and it tasted excellent. It was a citrus vanilla bean panna cotta, blood orange jelly, pomelo, toasted almond macaroon. Dang. My boy did it up big. And the wine was man, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, well, the food was and, yeah. and tell them who helped prepare the food the children the children yeah the children helped prepare uh, I, I went in the kitchen for a little bit and I, and I got to meet got to meet the executive chef for you would think Tom Douglas is the executive chef of his own restaurants but no no but I got to meet the executive chef who's in charge of all the chefs really really nice guy I thought he was the uh, beverage coordinator because he was pouring all the drinks. Yeah. But he's like, no, dog, that's like my boss. Like, that's like the man underneath the man. Uh, so shout out Ron. Shout out Cody Central. Definitely look it up. My girlfriend teaches sewing classes there. Um, if your children are interested in sewing, she is uh, quite nasty with it. She is. They do glass blowing. They do pottery. Ooh, glass blowing. That would be tight. <laughs> yeah. would All be right. Cool. All right. Let's get to know uh, Tuna a little bit real quick. Yes. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bunch through this real quick. Um I'll go first. Pirate or ninja? Ninja. Great. First right. ninja. We, got, we yeah. should keep a tally on we the should. board somewhere of pirate yeah. versus ninja. Like a uh, <laughs> carpet right. in the wall. Um, okay. Uh, what kind of kitchen shoes do you wear? Uh, orange Crocs. Orange Crocs. Yeah, uh, yeah you do. Yeah. Right. And those dirty ass oh, yeah. Crocs too. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite restaurant right now in Seattle? Oh, geez. Um, I'm going to have to go mine. The one I'm working at. Republic? I'm happy with it. Man, uh, Republic is good, but out of that family, single it's shot, single shot kills it. Though. Single shot's good, yeah. That's your sister restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know that. Uh, what kind of chefs nice do you use? Uh, Shun. Right, the Shuns are what's up. Oh, me too. Um, shorts, no shorts. 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 shorts oh, I'm I, all I about shorts. Ed that. socks, dude. Ridiculous. His sock game is his sock game is pretty much on point. It is. I'll give him it's that. pretty good. Um, do you prefer a chef's coat or t shirt? What what do you like? Short sleeves? I've been rocking t shirts at my new job and I'm I'm loving it. Yep. Coats are like if you're if you're gonna cook in front of people, coat coat is nice. Uh, you're in a closed kitchen. Yeah, yeah, closed kitchen. You're you're doing your own thing. Now are you bringing are you bringing an extra set of clothes with you to work or are you just wearing straight with you into the street? Oh you're I'm scrubbing. Smelling you're smelling oh. like smelling like kitchen. Oh I'm scrubbing that every day. Well I mean I mean grill I mean it's not that bad on grill. You smell like delicious food. It's when you're on fryer or like Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah. like <laughs> so sweaty off of grill though. Yeah. And it's just like oh it's very hot. <laughs> Alright. So when you get off work uh, at the end of your shift, what do you like to drink for a shift drink? Oh, Jameson and Rainier. <laughs> Every time. That's like a chef's like. It uh, is. It's uh, industry. It's like water. Uh, what's your favorite thing to eat after you get off work? Man, it changes every day. Ta it, tacos? Tacos, yeah. that That is always a win. I always <laughs> go for tacos, but it, it, every day is a different day. 
Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite kind of junk food? Like guilty, like you, you know. Like, yeah, guilty Ooh. pleasure. Taco Bell or McDonald's. We now we now we just had <laughs> Totina's pizza rolls. We did yes. and Doritos she, she was, with <laughs> my girlfriend. Who I'm like, she's not a health nut. She just respects her body more than I respect mine. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and she was like, I can't believe you're putting that shit in your mouth and swallowing it, and it gets redistributed through your body. Uh, you're gross. I love going home. I was like, like I looked at her. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. making. I, a I looked, batch of I looked directly at her and put it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, she was rocking Doritos in the white uh, cheddar dip. Yeah, the, the fake cheese. Yeah. Doritos. I remember, I remember you showed soft. me one night doing the 7-Eleven nacho cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gangster. <laughs> Gangster. Oh. All right. That's, that's one of my guilty pleasures. It's so good. So, yeah, what's your, cheese so good. Yeah, so what's your favorite? Just what's your favorite? <laughs> Junk food like that. Uh, just tachos. Tachos. Uh, what's your favorite cookbook? I haven't been reading much lately. I um, I'm I'm not in the game on that one. All right. It's I recently I bad. recently acquired the uh, the Guy Fieri. Uh, oh my god. god! I had to do it. Yo. Oh my god! Why are <laughs> you supporting a, that? He's the mayor mayor of Flavor Town. I hope you got it secondhand. I hope you got it secondhand. I need that soundbite too. Of, of, oh god, of Guy Fieri! I'm like so ashamed of you right now. <laughs> I just face. put my head down in shame. Okay, Tuna, what uh, what kind of music do you cook? What kind, what's your favorite music to cook too? Techno, techno, so, what's beats like EDM stuff like that. What? I mean, that's a big, that's a big genre. I know this like fast, fast food, like fast uh, beats. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay, all right, I feel you, I feel you on that. Um, and then, who's your favorite chef in Seattle right now? Oh man, you can say. I mean, you can say one of. Well, who's your favorite ones you've worked with so far? I have to say the ones I'm working with now, Pete. All right, Pete and Todd. They treat you pretty good there. Yeah, they're doing good. All right. Okay. So let's get to, okay. let's hey, get to the. Uh, hold on, I, have, I have a question. Um, okay. So we worked at Local 360 together. Yes. We have shucked probably thousands of oysters together. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. What is the weirdest thing you've ever shucked an oyster with? Uh, one service I used a uh, flathead screwdriver. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, yeah. Probably the. That was that was when it was getting hairy. Yeah, there was sucking oyster scares me. Probably, I, I remember that day. Uh, there was probably about, oh, I think over four hundred oysters on the board, and oh, yeah. we were just so busy, and we didn't have enough oysters, not oyster enough shuckers, ice. not enough ice. Oh, God. I was running the line, making ice, <laughs> and there was four people shucking oysters. Yeah. And there's only two oyster shuckers. And the wheel guys back there shucking too, so the yep. front lines, yeah. Yeah. It was nights. um it was uh <laughs> that was just happy hour. <laughs> yep. And then we started service. And then we started service, yeah. It was good times. Oh yeah. Good times. Um yeah, girl, how long steak mister? Wait, there's no more steaks. <laughs> oh, Fucker. Oh, damn it. No. Fucker, you better run. Oh man. Better. So- where's the sous chef? Where is the sous chef? <laughs> Fucking, Fucking A. No more. Sue Chef's on, on a cigarette break. Oh, right? man. He's fired. <laughs> Start cutting into meat now. Yeah. Right? Uh, all right. So let's get to, uh, we're going to we're gonna cover, I think this is a pretty good, pr- pretty good article about um, life lessons that you can 
transfer that transfer from the kitchen straight into the street. And it is written by oh, who is this written by? Chef Chris Hill, who I've been following for a while now. And mm-hmm. he's a great writer. Um, a lot of his stuff I follow. I've I've uh, forwarded onto our Facebook page. But uh, we're just gonna go over these real quick and uh, yeah, let you people out there know kind of what what kind of things you actually do learn in the kitchen besides how to get drunk and uh, cook good, <laughs> cook good food. <laughs> um, so what yeah, else is there? so yeah, so kind of kind of some of the, it's, it's chefs have a unique perspective of the world. Um, they think differently. They look at the world different. It's just like Hello talking about when we walk behind other people, we always let people know that we're behind them. Yeah. Uh, if we have something it. sharp or something hot, we want to make sure everybody around us knows we have something sharp in our hands or something hot. Yeah. Uh, it's just habit. And you also look at, um, I don't know, we know a lot about health, health code and stuff mm-hmm. like that, too. <laughs> yeah. We break it a lot. <laughs> we know it. You know? Yeah. But, but we know it. Knowledge is there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So first one is patience. Okay. Uh, so in the kitchen, you just can't really rush things. Um, there's a science to baking, to cooking. And, uh, you know, there's that saying, you know, if you watch a pot, if you watch the pot, the water will never boil. You just got to wait. Um yeah, you, you just got to be patient. Uh, you, one of my favorite sayings was one of my chef Casey would say, uh, they'd ask you how long, uh, you know, a steak, how long, you know, how long for that that steak, Mister, mm-hmm. and you would go. Uh, he would say, uh, "We're cooks. We're chefs. We're not magicians." Okay, it has to cook. Yeah, we can't. You know, you just got to wait. You got to be patient uh, for things to be done right. Um, yeah. Any anything you'd like to add to that? Oh, um, I do definitely agree with that. Um, I wish there was some things you could rush, but there definitely are things you no, can't. Things take time, and I don't. A lot of people don't understand in the kitchen when uh, you, you say that you're out of something. Something is eighty sixth, uh, and you tell a customer that, and they don't understand. And it's like <laughs> it, it's, it's curing, it's brining, it's you know, it's it's, out. it's, yeah, it's, it's braising. Yeah. It's no longer in the kitchen. Yeah, it's not it's, even here. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the farm. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be it's patient. In the store. It's just like waiting for things to grow. To come. I mean, with modern technology, though, you know, and. GMOs and stuff like that. You can grow things year round, but you know, if a lot of that farm to table organic <laughs> stuff, you, you got to wait for that stuff to mm-hmm. to grow. You just can't. Yeah. So, so yes, patience. Now, Tuna, you're not a very patient man. You're kind of go 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 go. Oh go. yeah, I, I crack. <laughs> oh. I'm always moving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It uh, was it was very fun working with you in the kitchen, though. You want to take number two? Uh yeah. Um number two. You get what you pay for. Um, and this is very true. It's whether it's employees, fresh produce, or utensils. Um, it says what you put in. What you put in is directly proportional to what you get out. And this goes into all of what in <laughs> everything in life. Um, and Robbie's looking at me like, what is it going so on? So right awkward. Now? You're so awkward. <laughs> I'm so awkward. 
awkward. I know. Um, no, yeah. I mean, this is this is totally this is totally correct. You do get what you pay for. I mean, in in a kitchen, it's very 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 useful. Just like your chef's knife, you, you're going to spend a good amount of money on a good chef's knife. Um, if you buy a crap one, you're going to get a piece of shit knife that's going to hack the shit out of your food. So or your finger. Or your finger. Well, I mean, yeah. Doll, doll knife cuts suck. You <sighs> want a nice, clean oh, yeah. chef's knife to cut your hand. Oh, God, yeah. Barely feel it. Mm-hmm. The blood's going to come pouring out because <laughs> it's nice and deep and clean. But it's not going to hurt. You're not going to feel it. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Tuna, you want to take number three? Number three, uh, controlling the environment uh, as best you can. Uh, that is very important in life and in, in the workplace because, I mean, you can never control the amount of people that come in, nope. the amount of food that you have, unless you're a sous chef or above. But uh, being able to mise en place and get your stuff set. Will you explain to our lovely listeners around the globe? Well, I hate saying the globe. Uh, <laughs> what mise en place is? It's a French term for uh, like everything. Yeah. Like all your uh, station prep. Everything in its place. Yeah. So, you, yeah. You, and, you, and that translates into life, too. You can have your home that way. You can have your work environment that way. Your relationship. So everything has its place. High and tight. High and tight, exactly. Mm-hmm. Squared away. So, yeah, and you cannot control your environment. Uh, unforeseen things are going to happen, and you have to be ready to adjust and um, know where your stuff's at. Have your shit ready to go. Okay, uh, number four. The customer isn't always right. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people are just assholes um, and they yes. just they want to bitch for, oh, yeah. for bitching sake. And uh, that's, that's kind of that's kind of the one thing I worked for Linda Dershang restaurants for a while. And her motto, which God bless her, it works for her, um, is their theme is always say yes. And it's a good suggestion to, or a good, a good ethos to go by. And uh, she. You would there. You break your back to do whatever that customer wants. So, you know, but that doesn't mean that does not mean that they're always right. Um, True. You have to know where where that line is to just say no. And most chefs will bust their break their backs to help out, but at the end, sometimes you just can't do it. Some people are just ridiculous. Some, oh yeah, and uh, and you know when they're out of line, and, uh, and and we're in the service industry, so we totally understand and we want to help you. And we want to do whatever we can for you. But if you're an asshole, you, I can't help that. There's nothing I can do to change that. <laughs> um, teamwork. We talk about that a lot in kitchens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You cannot function in the kitchen without teamwork. That's why some kitchens just don't work, though, because the people that are on that team just don't work well together. They don't no, vibrate. That's true. Um, you need good Team working skills in a kitchen because you, I've said it a million times before, I think of a a kitchen uh, like a car and everybody in that restaurant, the car is a restaurant and everybody in that, the kitchen is the engine and everybody has their own job in that kitchen. If one part of the engine breaks down, the whole car is fucked. So you need to be able to support them. Generally. So good. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) Now this number six, I've had, I don't know how many chefs tell me this shit and I hate (laughs) this saying. Uh, it, but it is most definitely true. Uh, but I hate it when when I'm pissed off, I'm in a bad mood in the kitchen, and I really don't want to deal with your f- 
uplifting words of <laughs> support. Uh, and I, I just really just want to smoke and get a drink. A shot and a cigarette would be great right now. Not your words of, uh, you know, our proudest moments are usually born out of difficulty. Yeah, that's when I'm just like, no, I just want to hit you right now or go throw something in the walk-in. But it is true. I mean, when you're stressed and you're, I mean, at the end of the night, you know, when you're busting your ass and everybody got their ass kicked and, and you all made it together and you had a really good service or somebody walks up that window within the ship and says, best meal of my life. Or, you know, I just, you know, I took this girl out to get her dinner and you got really impressed her and I'm really in good with her. You guys did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is, uh, you know, it makes you really it's proud nice. of, of, what, of what you did, um, even though you hated it while you were doing it. <laughs> the oh, worst. Yeah. Um, your attitude, yeah, man. It it really being in a kitchen really really teaches you um, that your attitude can be everything. Oh yeah, shit, uh, it's a fan, and you're just being chipper about it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's kind of okay. So that's why some people like cooking with me, but it's also so why some people hate cooking with me. <laughs> is I usually have this shit-eating grin on my face <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> so when people are in the worst fucking mood, getting their ass kicked, you look at me and I'm just like. La la la, smiling. They're like, what the fuck is he smiling about? And I don't know. I try to be positive. I, I flip out in the kitchen. I'm a mean asshole sometimes, but um, it totally, man. And it pisses me off when I walk in the kitchen and somebody's in a shit attitude because it totally changes the attitude of the entire line. We, they've sent people home for that shit. Oh, yeah. For just yeah. having a bad attitude. Not that they were dragging their ass, not that they were fucking up at all, but because their attitude was poor. Because you're fucking ruining the entire line. And it depends if it's a superior or not, too. Because, I mean, if it's a superior, it's going to be an issue. Oh, shit. Yeah, then yeah. everyone, everyone in the kitchen. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you better play like you're in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> but then, see, listen, if your chef or your sous chef is in a terrible mood and their attitude is very poor and the kitchen does not let that bother them That's and, a good and stays chipper, yeah. it will totally change the chef's or the superior's attitude. 100%. Because he can't stay mad at the entire group for one person's action. And so he'll usually cheer up and come back around. I mean, I've seen chefs that f- throw shit at somebody uh, and then come back five minutes later, the happiest guy in the world. <laughs> All he needed to do was go and break something in the office and uh, he comes back and he's smiling. Because yeah. so, he knows. He knows that if the attitude sucks, service is going to suck. So um, uh, experience, nothing can replace it. Nothing. There's just some things that you're going to, there's just some things that you're going to have to fail at and have to learn. Takes time. I I mean, I've been cooking a long time and I still don't know shit. I still fuck up all the time. And Tuna, you're a young buck. Hillel's pretty young in the game. Yep. And you're going to get fired and you're going to, you know, fuck up a couple of things uh, before you learn how to do it correctly. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. All I still fuck up all the time. So... Yeah, it's you can't really buy experience. That's what's kind of awesome yeah. about it. You got to earn it. Um, you can't make everybody happy, so stop trying to. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, no matter what you do, hello at Altura. <laughs> you just can't make everybody happy. Uh, I'm learning that. You just got to do your own thing. You know, try to learn as much as you can while you're there. If you're not there anymore, you know, you you just can't. You can't make everybody happy. Yeah, you got to make sure yourself. You're happy yourself. I, yeah, right. Tuna? I'm trying. Be happy. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, here, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's another here's another one. Chefs always have sat me down and said perspective. 
They sit you down. They speak to you about perspective. Uh, yeah, you got to be able to. You got to put everything in perspective and uh, know that things are going to happen and uh, it's not in your control. And uh, you just got to roll with the punches. Uh, slow and steady wins that race, boys. We know that. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm alone here. <laughs> I mean, you can I make mean, stuff. I, I think I think it depends on what it is. I think you can expediate some things. I, I know, but you just it, you, you you end up fucking more things up if you rush them. Sure. So I mean, yeah, barbecue. I mean, that's you have to. Yeah, you have to sit sl- there slow and yeah. low. You got to baby that thing. Plating. Uh, when you're when you're when you're plating stuff. You know, you can't rush that shit. It takes time to make Definitely. that plate look. So if you're, if you're, yeah, Sloan said he wins the race. Yeah. Uh, give up some control. So, yeah, you can't control everything. You have to kind of, yeah, I don't know. Um, care for others first. Make sure your team always make sure your team is uh, happy. They have everything they need. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of one that, that goes along with the, the chefs. Um, gain respect, gain right. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, desire, unwavering desire, and that happens a lot in the kitchen. You have to have that. That's why cooks or chefs are in the industry. Is their desire is like no other when it comes. Yeah. Kind of like an artist. It's, yeah, and what is the the statistic? It's like after five years, I think sixty percent drop out. I think it is. I want to say that's the correct. Because their desire fails, uh, it just gets too much. Yeah, I mean Johnny people. was talking about Johnny was talking about it on episode six, and uh, you know some people just lose that desire, and it's not they yeah. lost desire for cooking; it's that they just lost it at that job, and it's time to move on to a new restaurant. But yeah. you know that desire is always there, and it never leaves a chef. I I'm currently not in a you know a fine dining establishment or a restaurant that I'd like to be in right now. Um, but I still have the passion for it, and that's why I have the desire to do it, and that's why I do this show. Mm-hmm. I love talking about food, and it, I get to hang out with people that uh, enjoy talking about food or in the culinary world, and uh, it makes me feel like I'm there. <laughs> so, right there. Okay. Uh, that's a list. All those things transfer very well into life, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to, to, to remember these, remember all this stuff and, and be reminded and told. Um, yeah. I love the kitchen. It's awesome. That's going to take us to ingredient of the week. Fucking Keith. <laughs> Why is Motherfucker. it? Motherfucker. <laughs> we got a new soundbite. Yeah. Keith fucked that shit up. Oh, man. He gets a C today oh. on producing. He's he's no longer Keith super producer. He's Keith. Uh, yeah. oh, he's All right. Great. Let's try that one more time. That's going to take us to ingredient of the week. Bam. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Tuna, Emerald. <laughs> Tuna, what have you chosen for ingredient of the week? I chose cauliflower. Whoop whoop. Nice. All right. Uh, per use, ladies uh, first. Thank you. Um, I'm going to do simple cauliflower soup um, with cumin and fennel. Um, so you just boil the um, cauliflower with, but coat it up nicely with. The um, cumin and fennel seed um, and boil it with um, heavy cream and make it nice and tender with salt and pepper and 
then puree it. And if you want to, you can put it through a chinois or another fine it's strainer. It's a good one. And um, then there you go. Anything on top of it? Um, a little drizzle or some you crumb, could, some flour, anything? You could do some fennel fronds. Right. You could do some Bam. more fennel seeds. Bam. You could do a little um, cayenne. Wow, yeah. yeah. See, fancy that shit up. That's a good, man, that's a good. Big that's spicy. A, that's a good, that's a good soup, man. Uh, it's that, a good, That like, will impress people. That's a good, like, uh, right now soup. Good yeah. winter soup. Nice. Uh, Just winding down. Big big tune? What you got for us, buddy? I got a, uh, what is it, pan-seared cauliflower with uh, bronzina on top. Yeah? So we're going to do, uh, get the pan ripping hot. Ripping hot. Ripping hot. Ripping Add, in the tarin. Ripping in the tarin. <laughs> <laughs> Add some butter and throw in the cauliflower and get it nice and toasty brown, golden colored. And get that uh, other pan going with um, skin down bronzina. And... Uh, just plate that up right super, there. Super hard sear. Super hard sear. Now, are you, are you cutting up that cauliflower or are you doing cauliflower steaks? Ooh, I, I'd say a little bit, a little bit, baby cauliflower. <laughs> little little, little cauliflower. bitty, little baby little cauliflower. Bitty, little bitty All right, I'm just going to do, I'll, I'll keep it nice and simple. I'll, you know, you went a little, you know, doing whatever. <laughs> uh, dude, a nice roasted cauliflower. Uh, I did Perfect. the. Yeah, I did this with a friend that he was doing cauliflower's house, and I was like, we tried something new. It turned out really good. Uh, all right, 375, get that oven going. You want to salt and pepper your cauliflower. Uh, you can toss it uh, mm-hmm. in olive oil, or you can drizzle it. Um, doesn't matter, whatever, you know, floats your boats. Uh, you're going to put it in there, 375, 25, 35 minutes maybe, till it's crispy, golden brown, till you got some nice color. Nice. I don't mind it even being super dark. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, more, the more crunch, the more munch, I guess. <laughs> I just made that Racist one up. Racist and sexist. No. <laughs> Working on it. Whoa. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, you're going to pull that out. You know, toss it in a bowl. I just did this. I never read this recipe or anything like that. Uh, worked really good. You're going to add some red pepper chili flakes. You're going to add some Parmesan cheese. And you're going to add some lemon juice. And you're going to toss it in there. And, uh, yeah, you're just going to eat the shit out of that cauliflower. Sounds delicious. It is my lot. Yeah. Lot, uh, fresh, freshly grated. Uh, or, uh, like a not a fuck, a zester will work. Uh, microplane, uh-huh. microplane. There you go. It's a tiny plane. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's gonna bring us to the end of episode eight. Um, Halel, thank you. I love you. Love you too. Tuna, I hate you, but I love you. Oh, I'm scared no. of you. Okay. I'm strangely weirdly attracted to you. <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to say, thank the Soundcasting Network uh, for hosting us. Always a pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, Keith, you did a fine job today, sir. Uh, visit us at uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister at Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. On Twitter, we're going to be at How Long Steak Mister. That is right. Um, anything else? Yeah, man. Fuck, dude. All my friends. I don't know how many of you listen to this. I'm pretty sure there's friends that listen to this show um, or people that I don't even know that listen to this <laughs> damn show that have not liked our Facebook page. I'm very upset. Do it. Uh, I have to, every single. Tuna, you probably haven't even liked the page. No, I haven't. <laughs> I've listened to it. I told I told uh, my friends I've been like I go there and I go like where is um, have you liked our page? Uh, I don't I don't know. 
Open your thing up. Look right now. How do I do I'm that? doing it right how now. Do, how do I'm I do right that? Now. He's. I'm watching him right now. He's so do me a favor. It. Also, um, oh my God, everybody on Reddit, are. if you're listening through Reddit, uh, we have put a post up there. We are taking Chef Rants. Uh, it's our new segment. Uh, we give chefs from around the world two minutes to bitch about whatever they want. If I've we, already liked it. Uh, yeah. Nice. I've liked Thank it. you, Tuna. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening, and we are going to uh, talk to you next week. Peace. Bye. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>